Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Coach's Notes. This one is number 49. And I was thinking about fear, doubt, and disbelief today. And these are common emotions that often hold people back from reaching their full potential. It reminds me of the Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey, where he talks about hearing a call to adventure. But you may hear the call doesn't necessarily mean that you will answer the call. But if you do answer the call, your first obstacle that you're going to come up against is the guardians at the gate. And these guardians are often or metaphor for fear, doubt, and disbelief are your guardians at the gate or your dragons that you need to slay before you can begin to go on your adventure. And as I'm using the term adventure here, and the same as Joseph Campbell, this myth, the monomyth, you know, going on this um, mythical adventure to go in search of the elixir, some magical item to bring back to the world. And again, all just metaphors here. And oftentimes, as we answer the call to adventure and we come up against the guardians at the gate, we get turned back because we are unable to defeat the guardians. So we fall down at the first hurdle, in essence. And often in this realm that I play in, in terms of transformational coaching, it's often fear, doubt, and disbelief that hold people back from their full potential, from embarking on this quest or journey to achieve that which what they would love to achieve with their life, their life's goals, but they are stopping themselves. So these emotions can be very debilitating and persistent and all-encompassing. And it does make it difficult for individuals to move forward in achieving their goals. And so one of the things you have to do is figure out how to deal with the fear, doubt, and disbelief. And as I was thinking about this episode, and thinking about the barriers, uh, it made me think about Ganesha, the Hindu god. And he's known as the remover of barriers. And that just got me to thinking about Ganesha and, and perhaps maybe telling a little bit of his story because I am attracted to this idea that Ganesha being um, this mythological figure that is or one of his aspects is around removing or being the remover of barriers now Ganesha is one of the most widely worshipped deities in Hinduism he's the god of wisdom knowledge and new beginnings and 
you know, as I said, he's been, you know, revered as the remover of obstacles and, the, and he's also known as the bringer of good luck. Now, what's unique about him, and, and if you're familiar with Ganesha, you know, his appearance is somewhat unique as a god. He has the head of an elephant and the body of a human. And the story behind that is, according to the Hindu mythology, is that Ganesha was created by the goddess Pravata as a as her personal guard of her palace while she was taking a bath. So whenever she was in the bath, and hey, Ganesha would guard the palace and keep you know untowards out of the palace so she could take a bath in peace. So her son, essentially, she put into in place to uh, keep her safe while she's taking a bath. Now, unbeknownst to him, Lord Shiva, who is Pravati's husband, he was off on one of his quests and then he's returned home and he finds Ganesha blocking his way. Now, these two have never met, so Lord Shiva does not know that it's actually his son and his son does not actually know that it's his father that's trying to gain access to Vati's chambers. So Shiva in the fit of rage he, they get in a big fight in the fit of rage Shiva, Lord Shiva cuts off his son's head he beheads the young god. Here in the ruckus, Pravati comes out and she sees her headless son there now. And she's inconsolable and actually threatens to, you know, wreak some havoc here for retribution. So much so that Lord Shiva then promises to bring her son back to life. And as a replacement for Ganesha's head, Lord Shiva sends out his servants and says to find a head and essentially brings back the first head that they find, which is an elephant's head. And Lord Shiva does his thing. Ganesha's brought back to life with the head of an elephant, actually quite pleased with his new appearance, and they go on to be happy and fulfilled as a coupled and, and the child and parents. So, and he becomes known as the God of wisdom and new beginnings. And the particular point and the reason that me telling the story is this idea that he is also the remover of barriers is one of the things Ganesha is famous for, known for, invoked for so in the Hindu uh, tradition he's often evoked before embarking on any new adventure be it a new business or new relationship or a new chapter in life invoke Ganesha's help in removing the barriers and so for our end as you are if you find yourself on your next hero's journey and you're getting yourself to this to the guardians at the gate what you will do and it's that 
you know, you're about to leave the ordinary world and all the forces are trying to keep you back to make you to stay, to say, no, you don't want to change. Don't change. There's no need to change. Keep things the same because you know how to deal with what you know how to deal with because, you know, you know it. And this unknown is big and scary and you should turn back now. But of course, we want to evolve. Of course, we want to live to our highest potential. So we have to push through the fear, doubt, and the disbelief. So one of the things you could do to overcome the fear, doubt, and disbelief is to confront the source of the emotions. So you're going to have to name it. You have to name the fear. So we'll stop. But we have to name the fear. What is it that's holding you back? And you have to name that fear. Because once you can name it, then it gives you an opportunity to be able to do something about it. You can face the fear. And that's the best thing to do. Bring it, confront the source, confront that dragon, demon, whatever metaphor you want to use there. Confront it. Name it, confront it, and develop. And see what it is that really is about this fear that's keeping you back and it's the same with the you know doubt if you're doubting yourself with a disbelief it's that you have to face those guardians straight on there's, there's no way around it on that one just face them head on you know the old saying feel the fear and do it anyway don't just turn back and it's just, it's about the mindset. And it's not about pretending that the fears aren't there. It's not about uh, ignoring them. It is, what is it that's holding you back? What are you going to do about it? And then do something about it. It's the action bit of it. And then once you can get past the guardians at the gate, get past the fear, doubt, and disbelief. Now, I'm not saying this is a, an easy process. Now, I'm... I know, you know, when I'm doing these podcasts and, and you know, anything you, you know, go online and you search it and you, it's easy to say or to write or what have you, make a little video on it. And, and it sounds good. And we know logically that, yeah, that sounds, that's right. Yeah. Fear, doubt, disbelief. Oh, this yeah. So it's easier said, but not always. But yeah, sometimes it's just easier to say it than it is to do it. Sometimes it's going to take a little bit more than just the saying. So I'm not saying it's easy. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that this is an easy thing. It's simple. But as General Patton said, the simplest things can be difficult. So although simple doesn't necessarily make it easy, but it is necessary if you want to be on that route, be on your hero's um, quest be on your way to living your full potential to go on this adventure this metaphorical adventure physical real adventure this this going off into the unknown in order to evolve to grow to expand your consciousness another method that i like when dealing with these guardians at the gate, fear, doubt, 
this belief is to focus on the present moment. So a lot of these fears, doubts come from our attempt at fortune telling, telling the future, right? So the fear comes, the doubt comes because you are imagining this all going bad. You imagine the worst possible outcome and react in the present moment as if it's happening now. And then that's when you get crippled by the fear because, hey, that's what the system was designed to keep you safe, right? You're your body's like, well, hold on a second. Uh, that's danger. Yeah. So evolutionary warning sign we have there, danger, avoid danger, right? So one of the things is about keeping your mind in the present moment. Um, if you're going to do any imagining, 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 you know, doing what it is you're wanting to do, imagine that it turning out how you want it to turn out such that you then reduce that fear to actually being something that you look forward to. But if you maintain a sense of presence, a sense of knowing that you know what to do when you don't know what to do and that you'll deal with whatever comes up along the way and that you have the inter internal resources or can find the resources when you need them to help you to overcome whatever the obstacle might end up being and it will be obstacles isn't you know you're going to go off on this quest this adventure this you know, this journey inward and you will meet obstacles you're going to meet other obstacles beyond the guardians at the gate of fear doubt and disbelief you're going to miss you're going to encounter more obstacles along the way and so when you do get to those points it then it's you know two things for me it's either imagine how you want it the results to turn out so what outcome do you want out of this or just to keep your mind in that present moment and not find yourself drifting to the past or mind in the future imagining stuff that especially the future imagining you know an outcome that hasn't happened, but then you start acting as if it does and keep yourself from moving forward. So bring your mind back to the present, whether you do that through mindfulness or some other meditative practice, just bring your mind back into the present. Focus on the outcome that you want, not the one that you, that you don't want. And sometimes, you know, it's helpful to do this or have the conversation with a, a third party. And this isn't me necessarily trying to plug the whole the coaching thing, but it's oftentimes we'll only push ourselves to the limits of our, you know, that zone. There's a place that you won't push yourself by, but if you have someone that's uh, a third hardy position here who can see your blind spots who can see the barriers or the stalling tactics or the um 
the logic that you come up that helps you to stay in place and not move forward, they're there then to both challenge and support you and to prod you along the path. So it's always a a good option, whether it be a coach, be a mentor, a therapist or a friend or someone that's going to challenge and support you in overcoming your fear, doubt, and disbelief. And the last thing I would say is in terms of another technique for this is just embracing failure. That, you know, yeah, my fear, doubt, disbelief is that this is going to fail and go horribly wrong. And then, you know, so what? It happens and then you pick yourself up and you carry on from there to just fire and, and carry on. So failure, you know, is a natural part of growing and learning. You know, so you have to take that action, you have to do it, you have to fail, you have to pick yourself up and try something different, try something else, but carry on with it. So that's the other thing, embracing failure. And be okay with failure. And I know we and I know I certainly was, you know, raised in an environment where, you know, failure is looked on as a bad thing. You don't want to fail because we're winners. We losers fail. <laughs> you know? So having to if you're like me, I, you know, I've had to overcome that particular mythology that only losers fail when in fact failure is a part of the champion because the champion does things and they fail fast and fail often but that's how they learn that's how they get better that's how they overcome the things that are standing in their way embracing that fear Okay, I think that was, that's where I wanted to take us on that particular journey, thinking about the hero's journey or the heroine's journey and going and embarking on that. And then that first, once you've answered the call, the first hurdle that you get to is the guardians at the gate, which usually takes a form of fear, doubt, and disbelief, and then being prepared to work through the fear, doubt, and disbelief, utilizing some of the methods that I've outlined, some or all the methods that I've outlined in this episode today. And by all means, as always, if you have any questions or you just want to share some of your own thoughts and or feedback, I'm always here, available to have that engagement. So by all means, do let me know your thoughts. Okay, so that's it. Coach's Notes number 49. Enjoy. Enjoy.